Welcome to Roadhouse Minute, the podcast where we review the best bad movie of all time, Roadhouse, one minute at a time, and where we always try to be nice until it's time not to be nice. I'm Roger. I'm Marcy. And we're very excited this week. We have a most excellent guest. Uh, You all probably know him best from the Cast and the Furious podcast, Um, but we've brought him on here because he is the host of another podcast, even nearer and dearer to our hearts, Point Break Minute, which is part of the extended Swayze Burst. It's Murren Kennedy. How are you doing, Murren? I'm great. It's so great to be here and talk about this awesome movie uh, and talk about the Swayze. I've listened to, so I've listened to the whole Point Break Minute now in a rapid uh, period of time. I enjoyed the many references that you made to Roadhouse on there. Um, And I can, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I think maybe Roadhouse has a little bit of a soft spot in your heart too. It's not Point Break. Oh, for sure. But it's pretty great. It's great. I I have a soft spot. Uh, Yeah, I have more than a soft spot. I I like this movie. Uh, Maybe even love this movie. I I was just watching my uh, DVD of it, Physical Media. Um, That's my my brand these days. Uh, I I was just watching that down there to sort of get the... uh, Not just watch the minutes, but watch around the minutes a little bit to remember what the referencing and all that. And uh, yeah, I I was having a great time. It was hard, it was hard hard to turn it off. I wanted to well, keep going. You don't have to turn it off, Marin. You can just keep watching it through to the end. It's totally fine. I, I will, but not while I'm talking to you. Well, hey, we appreciate <laughs> this that. Seems like, this I seems guess like I could. I could, I could put it in a little corner of my screen, maybe. But... I always have it on my phone when we're doing Oh, this. so you can yeah. scroll through, yeah. So I scroll through. But this seems like the kind of movie that you could pick up at any spot and feel very satisfied watching any amount of it. Yeah, I think so. I was, I mean, I remember how, what happens basically. So I, yeah, just starting in the middle, I was, I was all, I was getting caught up and it was Sam Elliott and all. Well, the nice yeah. thing about Roadhouse, and I think I would also say the same thing is true about Point Break. You can turn this movie on and guaranteed, no matter where you turned it on in five minutes or less, something amazingly awesome is going to happen. And then you're going to be like really excited to watch that scene. And then you're going to get, you're going to want to keep watching it after that point. Well, I have to say in, in, talking about the three minutes as a whole, before we get into the specific, I, I was amazed at the amount of things that happened in the three <laughs> minutes. They do not. Uh, there, there's, there's not a lot of fat in this movie, which you may, you may be surprised to know that the original rough cut of roadhouse was over three and a half hours long. I am amazed to, to hear that. Yes, Which, I didn't know that. <laughs> somehow we've distilled down into these wonderful 114 minutes. And this is minute 76. So this this minute begins with Doc informing us that uh, she needs to go home now. Uh, and it ends with Dalton shaking his head wryly at Wade's lecherous behavior. Um, is that what he's doing? I don't know. We'll talk about it. I think so. All right, tell you what, that's that's a really yeah. good tease, as they say in the trade. I'm looking forward to talking about the end of this minute. Uh, but we're we're gonna so we're starting off in in Bonnie's grill. This is this is the end of Wade and Doc uh, and Dalton's kind of all night bender. Where would you all like to start, Mern? What did you think first when you saw this 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 end of this scene in the diner? Sam Elliott is hot. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. that was my first note i mean it's just like young sam i mean he's not even young is the thing he has salt and pepper hair he's but uh, yeah that was my first note and also just i i really uh appreciated how um how he played this scene as like oh he's he's a flirt but he's not he's i'm not worried 
You know, I'm not worried about what Sam Elliott's going to do, but he's he's having some fun. I appreciate yeah. that. So you brought this up. We've been doing a little bit of sort of shadow boxing around this whole thing. I think I was the person stirring the pot originally, saying that Sam, let's just say if if he's just flirting, he flirts hard. Yeah. Like he's he's got lots of flirting game. I, I, like, I, mean, I think yeah. I think we all know people like that, that they can yeah. like they can only flirt at one speed, even if they don't mm-hmm. actually mean it. He gives her two winks. I mean, and you and I try and exchange winks all the time, and it is not a pretty situation. But Sam <laughs> Elliott's so got some he's got some wink game there. Are, I'm are so you... bad at winking, I'm not even gonna do it because I don't want to embarrass myself in somebody in front of somebody that I don't really know. But Marcia. it's like a pirate every time I try. <laughs> yeah. Marcy, are you implying that in some ways we are perhaps less sexy than Sam Elliott? Yeah, well, I guess that's Shock. what it comes down, down to. So, oh, Aaron, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because having listened now to Point Break, I feel like it's my obligation to ask you the our equivalent of the Point Break question, which oh, is yeah. who do you choose, Patrick Swayze or Sam Elliott? Are you a Dalton person or are you a Wade person? This is a really tough one. I feel like in a lot of ways they have a they have a similar vibe in some ways with their energy uh, because I think very much you know Wade is an older adult in in some ways without the philosophy major maybe uh, he's more of like a country boy but uh, I right now I'm kind of leaning towards Sam Elliott honestly which is crazy because I was all about the sways. And I am still all about the sways. It's just, it's a, it's a really, they're both great. Since you mentioned that he's older, it never occurred to me to look this up, but. I really wish Jessica could answer this question. She would, I bet, I bet she would pick Sam Elliott as well, but I'm not sure. Oh, yes. So I would. So Marcy, (laughs) uh, Jess is Murren's wife. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, When they were doing doing point point break break minute, minute, they were uh, just, just together. But uh, if it wasn't for that, we might not, you know, I think that's what led to it really. Marcy is our, our fashion consultant here. But since yes. you pointed out the fact that Sam Elliott is old, um, I, I don't know if I've ever asked Older. you this on the podcast. How old do you, just out of curiosity, how old do you think that <laughs> Sam Elliott is in, oh, here in I 1989 could, when this movie I think it's a trick question coming. <laughs> I'm going to guess he's 47. What about you, Marcy? I'm going to go 52. He's 45. He's the same Aww. age as me. Yeah, Sam Elliott has been sort of perpetually a roguishly older, handsome man. One of those I guys. Think. Yeah. He's not a Wilford yeah. Brimley because he's he's uh, more attractive. But I, I think it's, <laughs> it's the hair. Uh, I think if he had dark hair, then he would, he would be Wilford like Brimley he was in his 40s. But he had a gray salt and pepper hair. And that's, yeah. you associate that being like 50 and up, I feel like. But it's not always the case. That's just one of the many ways in which that's just one of the many ways in which Sam Elliott is different from Wilford Brimley Murren. He's the hair and the voice. The voice sounds old too. I think he has a weathered smoker's drinker's voice. Everything about him is a little weathered. Yeah, and the skin. Yeah, it's just weathered. He's he looks like he's been through it. Yeah. Speaking of looks, I think. I think Doc, I think Kelly Lynch is pretty adorable in this minute. Yeah, it's definitely one of her better minutes. Um, And, you know, like we talked about before, her hair, it doesn't look crazy here. It looks kind of like a normal hairstyle. It's not all fluffed out to the side or anything like that. And she's just kind of sweet, and she seems more relaxed. She does. We we talked about her seeming scared at some points, like when she's about to have sex with this man against the rock wall, and she seems afraid. 
but here she just seems like she's been very comfortable and enjoying herself. She looks very cute. They look like a cute couple. I just noticed this. Dalton, speaking of being a stylist, Dalton plays with her hair. Yeah, just a little um, weird, nice. a and, weird and then touch. <laughs> she she plays with his hair. She gives him a little little once over through the hair, through the through the mullet. Mer, what do you what do you think about Kelly Lynch, either in this movie or in general? In this movie, well, in general, I don't. What else? I don't even. I can't place her anything else, honestly. I can't either. Um, as far as I know, the the only things that she was really known for, she did Cocktail. That was sort okay. of her, her big break. It. And then the movie she was in right before this was, uh, I think, a movie by Gus Van Sant called Drugstore Cowboy. I've seen that a long time ago. Yeah. I have okay. never seen it. This is the extent of my Kelly Lynch yeah, it's, uh, Matthew. Uh, Matthew Modine? No. Um, anyway, Drugstore anyway. Cowboy. Yeah, I don't remember her in it. And yeah, I, I mean, I didn't. She's only in the beginning of this minute, uh, I guess. She, she's just not what I, I uh, was really thinking about, I guess. You know, she's pretty. And I like her well enough, but she's not, uh, I, she doesn't leave a huge impression on me in this movie. Mm. I think that's a fair point. I think the, the minutes that she's in are certainly not the most exciting minutes in the movie. But I can't pass over this part in the diner without talking about maybe one of the best lines in the movie, for sure. Uh, I love it when Wade says to her, Doc, I'll get all the sleep I need when I'm dead. <laughs> this, yeah. He, yeah, I, get, I, I buy him as a guy who is uh, a late, I mean, when you're working, a, when you're in the bar business, that's what you got to do, I guess. You, you got to just sort of sleep is secondary. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine that, you know, like I sleep is so valuable to me when whenever here's someone in a movie or, or in real life who's like, I, yeah, sleep, whatever. I'm like, no, you, you got to sleep. It's it's so important. How much her, is especially you know, she, she's, she's getting a few hours of sleep and then going to do whatever she does as a doctor, stitching yeah. people up. I do appreciate yeah. the fact that she's going to try to get some sleep before pulling her next she 12 hour to. shift down at the Jasper Community Hospital. As a yeah. as a as a rule, I would say, I guess for for them, it's uh it's not as uh, hard and fast. But yeah, I'm glad she's getting some sleep. I'd be worried if she wasn't. How much sleep is enough sleep for you, Mern? Uh, I I need more. I I need at least eight hours a night. Um, I don't always get it, but when I don't, I do feel it. When it's like only six, six is I really feel mm-hmm. not great for six hours. You and Marcy are then. Uh cut from the same cloth marcy is someone who also needs a lot of sleep yeah i don't get it very much though i sleep very poorly yeah yeah i'm the same way it's i feel like i need a lot of sleep but it it can be difficult at times yeah Uh, so i wish i could just flip a switch but i wish i could be roger more often roger will sleep through anything it's amazing and yet i definitely think i fall into more of the wade school like for me sleep is just an annoyance that interrupts the rest of the time when i have to be awake if i didn't have to yeah you kind of feel that way about food too. Like you could take it or leave it. Oh just, wow! It's just distracting I really enjoy, from activity. <laughs> I really enjoy eating. I just would inject, really enjoy inject yourself with some uh, supplements to keep yeah. you going. Something hook, like that. Hook up the hose. Get it done with. <laughs> Give myself that that donut from Point Break. Anybody have anything else to say about Bonnie's Grill before we head back to the double deuce? Uh, yeah. I there's a very very uh, sensual kiss. Um, at least yeah. for, you know, for being in front of people, I feel like that was, uh, that was kind of alarming almost. I was like, <laughs> I, I would never do that. Like right in front of Sam Elliott. I guess it's Sam Elliott. Like he, you know, Sam Elliott's not going to care. Wade's not going to care, but it's still a, it's a little awkward. It's like they got, 
they got lost in it for a second and i feel like yeah uh, yeah the the well, pda factor is high she gives him this sort of breathy whisper like bye yeah <laughs> we were telling you that we work at a boarding school and um just within the last couple of years, we started working at the same boarding school, whereas before I used to work somewhere else. So we need to, we needed to kind of figure out like how to say goodbye to each other before we left. And normally like we would say goodbye to each other and just kiss each other, but we're like, we're not doing that in front of all of these high school students yeah. every day. No, you can't so we do have that. this little, we have a little fist bump routine that we do. Oh, nice. <laughs> a good way we to should, do it. Next time we do that, Marcy, I'm going to go. Bye. Ew. Right before we fist bump. <laughs> Don't. Sometimes Roger's super creepy and he gives me like the silence of the lambs voices. What? You know, like <laughs> you know, when you, you say that you out gotta of context. Be a size 12. When you may, Marcy, Marcy, when you say that out of context, it makes me sound extra creepy. It's not just like Whoa. I come in the room and put on my Buffalo <laughs> Bill voice. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like you are. You have to find the appropriate to time. Me. <laughs> well, that's true too. Yeah. That is All true right. too. Anyway. I enjoyed the fact so I was listening when I was listening on to Point Break Minute. One of the things that I enjoyed is definitely the fact that it seems like Marin, you and I tend to really remember very we have a pretty encyclopedic knowledge of the stuff that we've seen. Yeah. And our that- spout our spouses. The, the stuff that they watch just kind of leaks out of one side of their head <laughs> almost immediately. Yeah, I think that, that comes from uh, my dad's side. He and uh, his brothers, especially one, one brother in particular, will talk about like obscure character actors from the 40s and 50s and 60s in, in depth and talk about, oh, there's this, you know, all that stuff. They, it's and I think it's a it must be a genetic thing. All right, just like faces and yeah, especially like knowing what actor was and what is something I'll be like. I need to know this. I need to remember this. It's a point of pride that I do. Oh, Roger yeah. has Marcy, like a Marcy lot of seen me do that. Head. It's like oh, I know that guy. I could pull out my phone and answer that question in about ten seconds. But yes. that's just yeah. cheating. You have yeah. to play and the I, game. I need to play, but then if I don't remember, I also do need to look it up so I know. Oh yeah, uh, and I'll remember next time. Of course. All right. I'm texting Jessa now to ask her if she was is uh, she likes Sam Elliott or Patrick. Oh anymore. good. I feel like you I need, need to know. I need to know the answer to this too. Yeah. I would like to. I would like to hear that. Should we start listening to White Room? Are we ready to do that now? Oh yeah. Is, oh oh, uh, oh. T- all right. So is this White Room? Because yes. th- this came on and. I thought to myself, wow, this seems like a, a song that my parents used to listen to, which is White Curtain by Cream. It's called, looked... well, so that's the song, but that's not the name. It's called White Room. Oh, uh, is it the same thing that I'm thinking about? It, it, absolutely. It's but in the it, white room with black curtains. With black curtains, yeah, right? So but Okay, the, so, so that's the, a cover of that same song that I'm thinking about, right? But exactly. he doesn't start singing in the white room with black curtains like no, I we was don't get expecting the him to. So yeah. it's very so it's very different. This is a completely instrumental version, I think. Uh, oh wait, no. Does he? No, I think event, the, eventually he's going to start. We might it, just be picking up halfway through the song. Oh, but that's what I thought. Because I thought this was like the intro chords, right? And then the next minute we have actual like singing that goes along with this but it wasn't the correct word so it could do they go back to those chords so, in the middle of the song? marcy they do I, 
I think you're oh, right. Okay. I think we are hearing this song at the very beginning. Um, okay. I think I think we're jumping right in here. I just think this is like the Jeff Healy version of this song. Yeah. So, oh. um, so once again, I mean, one of the one of the things I love the most about Roadhouse is the soundtrack. Like this this mo- this movie yeah. really makes hardcore use of the soundtrack. And we, so, Myrn, we've talked about this. One of the ways in which it makes use of soundtrack a lot of time is to transition. It's like, oh, okay, if we need to go to a new scene, then we better just like start it with some like huge uh, hook from whatever yeah. it is, the next song that we do. So in this case, we get this song. So uh, since you brought it up, Marcy, so this this song is White Room. Um, it was originally by the band Cream, just like you said. Um, Marcy, you know anything about Cream? Do you know who the most famous person we usually associate with Cream? Is so it um, Eric Clapton? That's right. Oh, yeah. score. I look. I got something right. Very good. Yeah, so, so this was Eric Clapton's, basically his first big, big group. Uh, right he was in he was in different things but this was this was the band that really kind of put him on the map um this song is not written by eric clapton i think it's it's written by the other guys um and this is definitely a jeff healy version which probably mm. makes sense about why it's like so heavily instrumental mm. um what do you think about jeff healy in this in this movie Murren? what do you think about sort of the jeff uh, healy band i i love it um, I think he's in watching this minute and, and, and bits of the other part of the movie. It's like he really is kind of bring something to the movie that I think it needs. Uh, he's he's re- really fun to watch play, and he sounds great. He's I think he's a good musician. I haven't listened to him much outside of the movie, but like he's it, great. I think uh, the way he plays that guitar, like it kind of you get like a zoom in on his hands during this part, and it's like oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, having a live band to just play every now and then is, is such a key part, I think. Yeah. His, his guitar playing style is, um, uh, it's very unusual. Um, yeah. one thing that's interesting is that he was basically written into the script. So like, if you read the shooting script of Roadhouse, which we got our hands on, basically they just talk about, you know, Hey, there's this, there's, uh, the guy who's in charge of the band. His name is Cody. He's a blind musician who plays with a guitar on his lap. <laughs> So basically, yeah. the guy who wrote the script, who's also Canadian, essentially wrote his friend Jeff Healy into the movie. Perfect. Before it's they so funny. before they had cast Jeff Healy. So I, I listened to the the first couple of I've listened to the episodes that you have out, um, and uh, you were talking about that, and I was like, I in my head when I've watched this movie, I was like, oh, of course he's blind, so he plays the guitar on his lap, and those don't have anything to do with each other you can play the guitar any way you want it doesn't you don't have to be able to see to play a guitar the normal way so maybe 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 it does have to do with it in that he didn't he never had the chance to see anyone hold a guitar normally i i don't know or maybe sitting down is easier for him i guess but like i think there have been blind guitarists that play guitar normally not on their lap yeah i i mean i i mean i know what do they call it like slap guitar is sort of when you play it like that. I don't know anybody else who sits with a guitar like that. That seems to be something that's most strongly associated yeah. with him. Uh, but I don't want to. I don't want to sleep in this minute on the drummer though, because oh, yes. like the, this drummer, his name is Tom Steven, and he's the person that we actually get to see first when we get into the double deuce. He is playing the hell out of his drum kit. Like <laughs> this is this is a Tom Steven minute. I love his look. He he, he really nails opening this shot i feel like he's playing the hell of the drums and he's 
his look really caught my eye. Yeah. I mean, Marcy, maybe you can talk about the, the style of this man, but <laughs> the I love the suspenders and the red kerchief and the big 80s mullet thing. I don't even know. Yeah, and he's got like a rolled up t-shirt, like button down t-shirt. That's a strange look. It, it's Tess, a strange like, look. Up. Marcy, do you feel like this, those suspenders, those are sort of like the bolo tie of suspenders. How do you like these suspenders on my man, Tom Steven? Yeah, they look leather, don't they? They, they look fascinating. Like they look like they're leather suspenders. Is that a good look when basically, like, no offense, I'm not trying to body shame here, but the way he wears his suspenders, like, they're, they, they, they need to, like, move to the side a little bit to kind of need fit to all part them in there. To make room for Yeah, they his go around body. his chest instead of over. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. It's yeah. You also get a really good look at Jeff Healy's mullet from the side in motion. And that is a tremendous back mullet. It's like normal hair. And then it's got this huge tuft of hair right at the bottom of its neck. It's like someone had a normal hairdo and then went to their stylist and said, I want the mullet extensions. Yeah. 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 Just add them on the bottom. Yeah. That's wild. Everybody in the this way, minute has a great mullet. There's a yeah. lot of mullets in this movie. There's a lot of mullets in this Did movie. you know that mullets are coming back? I, 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 I do know that, that. Yeah, Jessa, again, could talk about oh, that in depth, right. I'm sure. She's, yeah. give, she's, she's uh, get, you know, done mullet haircuts for little kids. Yeah. Because their I have, parents are like, this is a new, this is in style. So I teach seventh graders, and right now I have one. That's a hockey kid. I think it's oh. a little bit more like, you know, the hockey bros are getting into it. But he's got those cuts, right? Where it's like two lines cut into oh, the yeah. side. And then Steps. it's a little bit longer there. And then it's definitely way longer in the back. Yeah. You know why all What are those hot- things called? Steps. You can Mis- cut steps, steps into your hair. Yeah. I was going to say mistakes, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was going to give an update. Uh, Jessica says. Probably Sam Elliott, but I would need picks to jog my memory. And I said, that's what I thought. He said, I only like Swayze in Point Break. I thought I I remember that. And then she said, just look at a pick, 100%, 3% signs, Sam Elliott. I know my wife. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. In Point Break, Patrick Swayze does not have a mullet. Right, we we would uh, say no. he has more of a, a lion's mane. I think is the way you describe. Yeah, it. it's a mane. It's He's like very lion esque in that movie. His his head just his hair just surrounds him in a crown, and it looks like it's been drenched in salt water, like for yes. three hundred and sixty days in a row. Yeah, yes, he, yeah. He has longer hair, but he has, it's long in the front too, and it kind of frames his face a little more than a mullet would. Marcy has never seen Point Break. Right. No, I don't but know that. Movie. I promise you that when we finish all of these, that will be one of our special bonus episodes after we're done with the. Oh, you the definitely minutes should. I'll come back for that if you want. I'll talk about Point Break anytime. I'm not tired of it. Only oh. if you promise me that I can get the two of you at the same time. Uh, I, yeah, like I can't promise. A, it depends on the scheduling, but uh, I think Jessa would in, would be excited to do that. So, we will make the schedule happen to make we'll, that happen. I think Aaron. I think it's safe to say we, there's a good chance we can make that happen. That would be very fun. Very good. Very good. Re- revisit a few years later. It's it's amazing to me how uh you know you'll, I'm I hope you'll have the same experience. But uh, doing the movie minute by minute and getting to know it really well uh, only uh, only made me appreciate it more. I feel the same way. Marcy, do you still enjoy Roadhouse? 
Yeah, I do. I do. We I haven't were... se- I haven't seen it in its entirety in a while yeah. now. You've seen but... it in its entirety less than a month ago. Really? Oh. Well, yeah, oh. I mean, we were we were like 40 episodes into we it and then it we Andrea. had my my stepmother yeah. come up and she's just trying to be a good stepmom i think and she pretended that she really wanted to watch this movie and so so we we sat down and made her watch roadhouse and i think at one point she said this is a very strange movie yes yeah very strange very strange she's sweet are we gonna do crowd sorry oh we're we're gonna do crowd surfing but before we do that we teased at the beginning of this minute that we were going to talk about what happened at the very end. And I'm going to reiterate what I'm saying here, which is Wade is certainly giving the woman to the left of him in that uh, little black dress. She, he's definitely yes. giving her the up and down. And he hmm. even has a little joke about it with Dalton. Yeah. I, I actually, I was confused at the beginning. I thought you were talking about the look they have at the end of the diner scene, but at oh, the end no, of the no, minute, no. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Wade is looking at the woman on the to his left, and then uh, yeah, Patrick so, Swayze is sort of looking like, oh, you. So where you, do we th- you and your women? Where do we think the two of these guys are about dating customers? Oh, dating customers because they well, Wade doesn't work there. Yeah, I don't think Wade is in a problematic situation at all. I mean, I'm sure I, Dal- Dalton. I'm sure would be very professional. He would never. I, I would imagine. I don't and think, I think that's probably would, partly to do working. with that maybe to do with his backstory that I, that you probably talked about in the previous minute in Memphis. Mm-hmm. So, so do you think that that woman that he got entangled with in Memphis was a customer at the roadhouse he was working at? It's possible. Uh, now that I'm just along this train of thought, uh, but it, I don't know, could have been someone in the town. I mean, maybe, or maybe it was that the, her husband was, was a customer. That's possible too. We've talked about a lot of a lot of different possible backstories for what's happened there. I, th- I think Dalton doesn't like outside of his. You know, he goes from city to city, cooling these bars. I don't get the impression that he has much of a life outside of his work. Hmm. So I think it might be. I, I feel like in in this situation with Kelly Lynch, uh, it may be uh, you know the rare chance he gets to meet a woman outside of the bar. Because he had to go get stitched up. And so, oh, finally, a, an attractive woman doctor that I can date. <laughs> so I agree with all of that. Not and I these think that, uh, Julie Michaels types that I'm always running into. I think that Dalton is very much a do not uh, have fun at work. Uh, but what do we think about Wade? I mean, I'm not talking about in the here in the double deuce. I'm talking about just sort of what do we think is Wade's rule of thumb when it comes to the customers? I'd like to think that he's very professional. but. Um... He also is a super flirt, so maybe yeah, there's a lot of line crossing there. I, I could see him have being a little more flexible in his rules, mm-hmm. whereas Dalton is like very, very rigid and just like you no, know, th- there's this way is the right way, and we must not deviate. Whereas Wade is like, hey man, you know, the rules are meant to be broken. You know, mm-hmm. you need the rules, but you can break them now and then. It's no big deal. Can't make an on without breaking some eggs. I think I think that Wade would be all over that. Listeners, we're going to bring back uh, one of our segments that we do every once in a while called crowd surfing. It's been a while because we really haven't been back in the double deuce for yeah. a little while. Um, 
where we talk about, uh, you know, someone that we've found in the crowd um, that we find most enjoyable. And Mern, feel free to play along with this if you like. Um, or I don't not. have one for this minute, but I have one for the next minute. Oh, good. Okay, well, Marcy, I've got one. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? I'll go first. Um, it, it's a gal. She's a gal who's dancing on the left side of the screen. She's wearing a white top. And the man that she's dancing with is wearing a red top. And she has hair that's about three feet long. <laughs> and she's she's getting twirled around using her hair as a weapon to oh. whip the man <laughs> that, she's, that she's dancing with. It looks dangerous to be her dancing partner. Marcy, listen to what I have written down at my notes. At second 43 on the far left, there's a woman who does a full spin and get pulled in for a cuddle. Shut up. Yeah, yes. we picked the same person again. I did yes. not, I did not, uh, I did not factor in that hair as weaponry angle. You so I appreciate that. Afraid of the hair. <laughs> I'm not afraid of the hair. When I was a kid, though, you know, so I grew up in the original Nintendo area or the original Nintendo era. I swear to God, there was a game, and I don't remember what the title is now, where you used your long hair as a weapon. Oh. To like whack people. It was like a, almost like a bull whip. And she definitely, yeah. she, she's doing a little bit of that. I appreciate the fact that you don't wear your hair like it that. It feels like either Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, but I, I wouldn't be able to say for sure. <laughs> no, it's not that well known. It's this not was, one of those. This was a okay. very, very niche hair as weapon uh, genre. Jeez. Um, but yeah, th this this couple is cute. They, they've got some good moves, although she goes in for a dip, Marcy. I know how yes. you feel about getting dipped. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> no. That big, is not no okay. Do you dip your lady, Marin? Uh, no, we we don't dance. We don't go dancing. Uh -oh. It always seems like something. It's like, oh, I I have a wife. Maybe we should go out dancing. I, I don't know. Where do I even do that? Roger well, and I like to swing dance, and um, that's fun. Right yeah. now, we do it in our living room. Now but it's not the best. So much better. Now it's not the best I, time to get into swing dancing. But maybe once we get out of this pandemic. You can do a lot of practicing in your. I do actually know how to good. swing dance. Um, oh, fun! I learned it in a dance class in high school for some reason. I was like our PE sometimes. I guess it was weird. Uh, so I know how to do that. I still know. Um, but yeah, for, we danced for our wedding. You know, I did a first dance, which we weren't even considering doing for a while, just because we're not dancers really. But they're like, "Oh, you should do it." And we like this song. And yeah. we just like sort of rehearsed once and we're just going to kind of sway back and forth and that's going to be it. And I, I spun her once, but she said, you can't spin, you know, I, I can't spin <laughs> her too much because she'll get dizzy. Oh, me too. So, <laughs> so we just did one spin and I was like, that's, that's going to be the one fancy thing we do. And then it's just going to be kind of swaying. That's nice. That's a good yeah, call. It that's was a nice. Well, Maren, on our Monday shows, we like to ask our guests if they can remember back to sort of when they experienced Roadhouse for the first time. Do you remember anything about when you first uh, when you first got into Roadhouse? I don't remember. No, I usually I, I think I remember everything about movies. I don't remember everything. I don't remember all, all every time that I've seen this movie, which I guess goes to say how many times I may have seen it. Uh, I do remember one early watch in particular. I don't think it was the first time I saw it, but I was watching it with friends as a fun movie night. And I was trying to remember any details from that. And I remember during the uh, the scene where they are, uh, Kelly Lynch and Patrick Swayze are, uh, are in cahoots, as you would say. Uh, <laughs> Marcy made me give that up after a while, but I appreciate that I like you it. bringing that back, Mern. 
<laughs> uh, they, and they're, they're listening to some Otis Redding and my friends went like, oh, how could they do that to Otis? <laughs> <laughs> that stuck with me. You know, the funny thing about that song, Murren, that's exactly the song that Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey get in cahoots with in Dirty Dancing. It, it is. It's, it's literally the same song. He, apparently, Patrick Swayze has only one move. Oh. Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, that, that's a good song. He doesn't get in cahoots with anybody in Point Break, so we don't have to test that theory and see if it happens again. No, not, not that we see. Uh, and I guess in Ghost, it's uh, uh, Unchained Melody. So he's got, a yeah, little, yeah. he's got a little bit of range. Well, thank you once again for listening to another episode of Roadhouse Minute. Please, if you can, rate and review us on your favorite podcatching app. Come and join us on Facebook at The New Double Deuce. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at, at RHMinute. And you can email us at DaltonSaysBeNice at gmail.com. So remember, until next time, be nice. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.